0: And welcome to episode 26 of The List Makers. Our topic today: top five doctors you would like to travel with and why. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And this has been sent in by our listener, Loza. Thank you, Loza, for sending this in.
1: Thank you, Loza.
0: I don't know where we're going to go on this one, Rob. <laughs> this is a wonderful esoteric sort of topic, it could go in all sorts of directions. Given that there are a limited number of doctors, we'll probably have some snaps. I think
1: we've got to, surely.
0: I I think so, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they are. But I'm going to dive in. Mm -hmm. At number five, the fifth doctor I would like to travel with is the eighth doctor, Paul McGann. Okay. And why? He just seems like a really great doctor. (laughs) <laughs> I just think that it would be really fun to go and travel with him and the adventures that he has all just seem to be kind of lighthearted, kind of enjoyable and until the very end he's desperate to stay out of the time war so you're not going to get caught up in that which I think is definitely a bonus mm-hmm. nice so that's my number five number four I am not going to travel in the TARDIS with this Doctor, but I'm going to travel in TARDIS with the Peter Cushing Doctor. <laughs> nice. Because ever since I was a kid, and we used to borrow the Dalek movie from the local video library. Remember them kids? Mm. We used to borrow that every second time we go to the video library. I want to see the Dalek movie again. I want to see the Dalek movie again. So we will go home and we will watch it. I still probably know most of it off by heart. But the moment when you walk into that Peter Cushing TARDIS is it a console room? There's no console. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> that, that, that main room, it's just captured my imagination. It looked so weird and wonderful. That 60s flashing lights and colour was really, really good. And the Peter Cushing Doctor himself, or Doctor Who, I guess we should call him. Doctor Who is this lovely gentleman, and all he wants to do is explore. And when he comes out of TARDIS and he says to Susie, let's go and explore. I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do if I'm in the TARDIS. So I'm going to be in this exciting, colourful TARDIS with Doctor Who, a lovely man, exploring the universe. Great. Number three, I am picking the 12th Doctor, Peter Capaldi. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not because I think he'll necessarily always be fun to travel with. I think that we could definitely get on each other's nerves from time to time. We Mm -hmm. could have some real belter arguments from time to time. But I think he's a doctor who goes to very interesting places. And he's a doctor who, again, has got back after a lot of uh, other things over a number of incarnations, going really right back quite a while. He's really got back to that, I'm just a guy who explores the universe. Mm. and i'm just a guy who has adventure so i really like that aspect of it i think that when we weren't arguing we would have some really interesting conversations those moments when capaldi as the doctor does start talking about a piece of history or a paradox or a conundrum or something is really really interesting but also he brings you back home to his university which is a nice reassuring thing for <laughs> that you're traveling with to do yes number two i am of course going to travel with the first doctor william hartnell Mm -hmm. why because of all the doctors that go places he goes to the most you travel with the first doctor and you could end up anywhere Mm -hmm. the most alien of worlds which would be fascinating to explore but also all these points in earth's history he seems to always turn up in and look Doctor Who inspired my love of history my first real intellectual passion mm. and so to join the TARDIS crew with the first doctor and explore that would be quite wonderful so for that that variety and and that exploration I think we'll go there. Plus, he's also got some pretty cool teams that i will be happy to travel with. I'd happily travel with any of the, the Heart or TARDIS crews, whether it's Susan, Ian and Barbara, or Ben and Polly, or Steve and Vicky. I think they'll all be fantastic. Good company. So, happy to be on a long, epic voyage with the first Doctor. Excellent. The number one Doctor I would love to travel with is the third Doctor, John Pertwee. Mm-hmm. Partly because he's the Doctor of my childhood. He's the Doctor that was on again and again and again all the time I was growing up. And I did love him growing up. He was my favourite when I was a kid. So that's a big reason why I want to do it. Uh, also because he always gets brought back to Earth. So you know that wherever you go, somehow the third doctor's going to get you back to Earth. So that's a nice reassuring little safety net to have there as well. But repeating a theme I've mentioned with a number of these Doctors. Pertwee wants to explore... Mm. And there's a real drive there, a real thirst for knowledge and a real thirst to see places. And that's something that's a really important part of my life. and something that I really reflect on. I've, I've now been to 40 different countries around the world. I've been to some very unusual countries that a lot of people haven't been to. I've seen a lot of locations of historic events that have been really important. So, you know, people who know me and who see my social media know that that desire to explore the world is a very big part of what I do and how I live my life, Mm. to explore history as I can through the present. I think that The Third Doctor is the one that most captures that spirit and that essence, and he's someone who I'd love to travel with. And on top of all that, we could both be members of the same clubs in London. Ah. We could could both enjoy some cheese and wine. Ah. And I I think that The Third Doctor and I would get on very, very, very well.
1: Excellent. Excellent, Dave. We have three snaps
0: three snaps for similar reasons or different reasons let's find out
1: i think they're going to be similar when i look down at my notes (laughs) (laughs) let's see where you go so let's see what i can pull out of this in at number five i've picked the capaldi doctor specifically the season 10 capaldi doctor who has gotten over being a prick and i think would be very entertaining to travel with as he doesn't suffer fools at all which is very similar to the First Doctor in many ways, but vitally, I think he has a more rounded personality than the First Doctor, which you'd expect after he's lived so many lives. So I think he'd be easier to deal with as a person than the First Doctor, who is also someone I was considering for this number five spot. So Capaldi for me. In at number four, the Pertwee Doctor. (laughs) i surprised myself with this pick dave but when i looked at all the classic doctors i was thinking you know should should i choose tom because everyone loves tom but i would think about it and realize no tom is really weird and alien and that would either piss me off after a while (laughs) or actually become very scary sylv too i think would always be putting you in danger Colin Baker is a bit up himself, you know, with moments of rare charm. So I really gravitated towards the pert who, speaking of being up himself, can also be that at times. But I still think I'd enjoy his company. He has this sense of right and wrong. He's very protective of his companions, which I think is is good. It's definitely a bonus if you're the companion. That's right. And as you said, Dave, he loves a good wine and cheese board, so... (laughs) Yeah, he'd be all right, I think. Yeah. (laughs) You're just kicking back in the TARDIS with a, you know, a nice bottle of red and (laughs) some brie or something. Talking about history, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, In at number three, I've picked the Smith Doctor. Now, I think Smithy would be good company in the TARDIS. While he has that darker side and can be a bit Pat-like, Pat Troughton, that is, in the way he's all goofy on the surface but is always plotting some terrible end for his enemy and deep down he actually hates himself as we learned in Amy's Choice I think his general demeanor on the outside and his lust for life is something that would really appeal to me if we were stuck in the TARDIS together he seems very interested in his companions he's the kind of doctor you could say do you want to go and kick a footy in the park and he'd be up for it (laughs) you know I (laughs) don't see Capaldi being up for that I don't see Pertwee being up for that you know what I mean yeah yeah. so there are there are aspects of the Smith Doctor that I think would be really fun and uh, and quite practical in at number two oh gosh a boil over here I've gone with Davo. oh listeners probably assumed he'd be first but hey second is pretty close
0: (laughs) I wasn't sure if he was going to make the list, so we'll talk about that.
1: Oh, oh, gosh, okay. Why? Because Davo is decent. Sure, if you got on his wrong side, you might get a bit of a tongue lashing. But to get on his wrong side, you'd need to say or do something stupid first. So, assuming you're not doing that, this is a guy who I think it would be great to converse with. Not over the top and draining to be around. Like, you know, I, I can be quite an introvert at times and extroverted people just absolutely drain me dave you yep, know so yep. I, I i'd really like to just sit down quietly with davo and a cup of tea and just talk i think i think he's just a good bloke so i've got him in, in at number two in at number one
0: we've narrowed it down can't be many
1: i have the McGann doctor
0: oh of course
1: and this one i think has a lot to do with me going away from fandom and then coming back to fandom with the tv movie and then the edas were all the range and in them i found this new doctor that i was experiencing as an adult the first time i'd ever done that and between the look of him and the vibe i mean i was a total byron fanboy in high school you look at my um we didn't have a yearbook that we wrote. Well, we did have a yearbook. We didn't write in it. We, uh, the, the menu, Dave, from our year 12 formal has a space for autographs. And I would swear a third of the, the comments from my friends are about things being Byronic or, you know, or <laughs> something. So I, I had obviously made an impression on my school pals with the way I was fanboying for Byron. So to have this doctor who had the Byronic hair and all of that And a really cool velvet coat. I just thought he looked great. And he's pretty sensible and straightforward. I think this is something you were sort of touching on as well. His adventures are fun. And yeah, of all the Doctors, this is the one I think I could work with the absolute best. Even better than Davo.
0: That's nice. That's Mm. really nice. We both had McGann I had him fifth. You had him first. That's it. Interesting lists. Yes. Some themes that were common. But some Doctors who didn't make any of them, Tom, I dismissed because he can be a bit of a prick to his companions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he can be weird and alien and it would either piss me off or be just scary.
0: Yeah. And a lot of his companions really had pretty terrible times in the TARDIS. I mean, Sarah Jane Smith, in her two and a half, three years with the fourth Doctor, she's Tortured, hypnotized, beaten, buried under an exploding quarry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything that could happen to her happened happen to her. Uh, he treated Leela pretty badly. You know, he treated Romana pretty well, but I don't think we're going to get the treatment that our Lala Ward gone. That's probably for the best. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting he didn't get in there. I, I had the same issues you did with McCoy. I don't really want to be manipulated by my doctor.
1: No,
0: uh, Colin... If I could pick season 23, Colin, that actually would be pretty fun.
1: Specifically Vervoids, Colin?
0: Well, sort of mysterious planet Vervoids, Colin, yeah. Mm. Um, That would be pretty fun. But in the middle of it, he gets a companion killed in Mind Warp, so (laughs) not not too sure about that. And that's the reason why I wasn't sure if Davo was going to make your list either. I I thought, oh, Rob's a big Davo fan. Will you want to travel with Davo? yeah they could talk cricket okay but i thought (laughs) davo does come with a body count
1: yeah he does
0: and he's not great at protecting his companions that is true so i wasn't sure which would uh weigh the strongest in your mind
1: his decency yeah has weighed the most i think he's a very decent person and like i say he can give you a tongue lashing the hartnell comes out in davo at times (laughs) that's when, true when he gets exasperated with people but like I say if you're not giving him something to be exasperated about I think he'd be perfect company
0: no look I can totally see that and very um,
1: polite very charming
0: yeah absolutely no, I, can, I can totally see the rationale there you had Smith at number three it's a no from me and I think that's nothing sophisticated nothing intellectual it's just a personality clash mm-hmm. where you sit there and go he's kind of fun he's got a good sense of humour I go he's a dick <laughs> and it's just that difference in senses of humour and personality where I think he would work with you and rub me the wrong way.
1: Right, okay.
0: Um, one that's another popular Doctor and made neither of our list, and it tenant. surprises me, Tennant, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: I I could have tenant on the list. I could see myself travelling with Tennant because he does have a good sense of adventure. He does look after his companions. And look, yeah, there'll be a little bit of that sort of ooh, a space station, ooh, and, you know, look, okay, that would annoy you from time to time. And yeah, he's got a, that
1: whole Mockney git thing going
0: on. Yeah, and look, look, maybe there'll be just a few times where, you know, particularly being Australians, you'll just sort of say, mate, pull your head in. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay, we can do that from time to time, but I, I don't rule Tennant out. I think that he would be a good doctor to go on adventures with. Mm-hmm, okay. But, but, but you're right, I, I don't know if... If weeks and weeks and months of him would get a bit grating, that's that's interesting. But it's interesting we say that we we won't do tenant, but we'll do Capaldi.
1: Hmm. Well, season ten Capaldi for me.
0: <laughs> and, and and look, it's exactly that that I was going to highlight. I I think that if I had been specifying a particular crew or era to travel with the Capaldi doctor, it would also be that. And, and I guess that's where I was coming from when I talked about him going back to the university and that that sort of more mm. academic. Mm doctor I think would be really good the The doctor that showed Bill around the ice fair I think is the, the Capaldi doctor that really works with me and that, that, that he's the one that I'm really thinking of when I think about getting in the TARDIS with him
1: mm. no Whittaker
0: no Whittaker
1: <sighs> she's very beige <laughs> Yeah, it's... which is ironic because Davo wears beige but to me Jodie is just beige I wouldn't find her very exciting or interesting at all
0: no that's true but I did say that I wanted to go with Hartnell to explore history, and Whitaker does do a lot of that as well. So that aspect of it is definitely a positive. Hanging with Graham would be pretty cool. I think you could have some pretty good conversations over a drink late at night with Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd also have to hang with Yaz, though.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and whatever era of Whitaker's doctor you pick, you've got to hang with Yaz, so...
1: Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> to me, to me, she's just, it'd be like travelling around with a children's television presenter. <laughs> you know, like, hi, Rob, hello, da, da da you know. Oh, God, no, make
0: it stop. It's true. I mean, we, as you said, Rob, and I could say the same, you know, we're both very introverted people. Mm. And Jodie's doctor is very extroverted, and, and I think that would be tough. There, there would be moments of, hey, fam, let's do something, let's have a go, and it'd be like, you know what, doctor, I just want some time with me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with, you know, the, the, those long TARDIS scenes between episodes. You say, No, Doctor, just you go do your thing. And I think that's why Capaldi would work as well. There'll be moments of he wants to read a book, I want to read a book. Great, we'll do our own thing for a bit.
1: Exactly. That's that's perfect.
0: <laughs> that's, that's it. We're, we're definitely thinking about this in a lot of depth. But look, some definite snaps there. I think that McGann was an obvious one. Perry was an obvious one I thought we were going to snap on. You didn't have Peter Cushing? I didn't have Cushing,
1: but then again, neither of us had Troughton.
0: No, we didn't. Neither of us had David Banks.
1: (laughs) There's a deep cut.
0: (laughs) No. Uh, Neither of us had the Ruth Doctor, but given that she was out there fighting wars and doing secret missions, I didn't feel very safe with the Ruth Doctor. And in fact, the only Ruth Doctor companion we do see does get killed about 10 minutes into the story, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure she'd be a particularly caring doctor.
0: No, no. Um as for Troughton, it's not that I actively chose not to pick him, I just couldn't find the reason to pick him that I could with the others.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm probably similar because I do enjoy his portrayal. As many Doctor Who actors say, he's the governor. He he's the doctor for a lot of these guys who have also played the role. You know, he's a he's a big deal. But yeah, I just I just couldn't find the in if I can put it that way.
0: No, and, and the more I think about it, do I really want to spend every week of my life in some base under siege? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not, just being Menace by Monsters. So uh, you've got to be practical. So look, we've we got into some very strange places with that, but that's a really fun and different topic. Thank you again to Loza for sending that in. Mm. If you've got any topics for the Hat of Wrestling, I do encourage you, please email us, tweet us. They do end up in there. They do get pulled out from time to time. But... As we pull out our topic for episode 27,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: top five story musical scores. Oh,
1: golly. Oh, oh, okay.
0: I'm going to have to try and not have them all from the same composer.
1: (laughs) Murray Gold.
0: Maybe. no, No spoilers. No spoilers. So look. We will be back with top five story music scores next month. Until then, I've been Dave. I've been Rob. And we'll make some more lists soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.